Some shows lean left, some lean right, but we lean local and business. This is North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. For the next hour, we will celebrate the businesses in our area and the people that run them. Find us on Facebook at North Georgia Business Radio X and online at NorthGeorgiaBusinessRadioX.com. Now, here's Bo Henderson. Coronavirus, murder hornets, masks, and giant lizards. We have all this going on. I'm Bo Henderson here with Joy Allgood. What else have you seen, Joy? This is a little bit of a crazy time we're going into right now. Well, let me tell you, the, the one thing that I love to hear about are murder hornets. Murder hornets. What about the giant lizards? That the giant kinda... lizards, I would be okay with those. I, I've had a bearded dragon before. Um, I also have you, Bo. If anybody's met you. Are you calling me a bearded dragon? You're a bearded dragon. Wow. Because they're gentle and lovely and bearded. And fierce. That's and what you meant to say, very, right? very fierce. Okay. Very fierce, Bo. Well, let's get to business, Joy. We are going to get to business. So this is North Georgia Business Radio X. The voice of local business. And I want to talk about real estate. Real estate is one of those businesses, one of those sectors in our economy that affects every other sector. It reaches it or touches it at some point. So today's show, we got a couple of authorities, some experts in real estate. They're going to help us dig in and see what's really going on. Let me tell you, and if there's anyone that knows anything about real estate, we all know our, our first guest. Today, we have Miss Jessica Wade. Jessica, she's a local Northeast Georgia realtor. She graduated from North Hall High School, obtained her bachelor's degree in marketing from Kennesaw State University. And Jessica was recently awarded the Commitment to Excellence Award by the Georgia Association, Association of Realtors and has earned her senior real estate specialist designation from the National Association of Realtors. That is just so much to say. She's accomplished so much. But I will say one thing. She is a top producing agent in Northeast Georgia. And my favorite part, and I, Bo, I, I think you know this, and this I think this is the Jess, biggest accomplishment. Biggest she's had accomplishment, yet. in my personal opinion. She's earned the nickname. She's also known as the Gainesville Giggler. Yay! Welcome. <laughs> and there we There's go. An example. Welcome, Jessica. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Joy. I'm so excited to be here. Well, Jessica, let's right off the bat talk to us about this economy and real estate what what are you seeing on the front lines is the the market over is it bad is it done for are people still buying and selling houses what's going on you know what people are actually still buying and selling housing and we are not seeing a traditional decrease in pricing at this point in our market so you know i don't want people to think that this is a time that the housing market is going to crash because um, we're not there i had a listing go live last week and we had four offers within 36 hours wow. And the reason for that is sellers are hesitant to put their homes on the market right now, which is creating a supply and demand issue. So it's really interesting that we're not seeing those prices impacted at this point in our market. Well, that, that brings up another point because I'm seeing a lot of negativity out there. And I've even seen that from some of the real estate community with kind of that message. Well, we just might as well wait. We might as well do something different. So there's some kind of different shift I'm seeing when I'm watching what you post, uh, is, is it a mindset thing? Because it seems like you're out there just doing business. 
Yeah, I think it absolutely is a mindset thing. And, you know, I, I want to be cautiously optimistic, but I'm not seeing some of the, you know, the dread and the gloom that some of the people are predicting and they're saying is happening in our market. I am still actively selling houses and listing houses and showing I have four buyers right now ready, pre-qualified to purchase, but no houses to sell them. So we're having more of an inventory issue then we are having any kind of economic issue in the housing market. Well, I'm Bo Henderson here with Joy Whitlow and Jessica Wade talking real estate right here on North Georgia, Georgia's business radio, business radio X. So Joy, any thoughts about for the Gainesville Giggler about real estate? I do actually. Um, I have a pretty big issue. Just saying, I understand what you're saying because I actually, I have a son that's turning 16 i was worried about getting him a car none of the dealers are open nothing else but then all of a sudden you look for private sellers you and you're actually able to get some really good buys right now and maybe it's because of covid19 or the coronavirus or whatnot but tell us about the people who are coming on and saying you know what I'm ready to sell. Are they looking, you know, do you encourage them to sell at uh, a lower price or, you know, how, how are you, how do you do that with um, home, the people that are selling their home, not only the buyers, but the sellers as well? Yeah. So for sellers, um, I'm telling them, let's go ahead and list it. Um, just because we do have that supply of buyers in the market ready to purchase. And we also have to keep in mind, we are at a five decade low for mortgage interest rates for right now. So it is an excellent time to be on the buying side um, if you can find the house. Um, So, you know, for sellers, now is a wonderful time to list your property and to get it sold. So you, I mean, you you already said you had what, four? I have four buyers ready to go. Ready to go. Mm -hmm. Pre-qualified, they're like, hey, we're ready to go. Every, that's huge. That's huge right now. Well, another thought I had was, so we're, we're doing some social distancing. Some things have changed. So we're not necessarily meeting in person right now as much as we used to. What have, how have you seen that impact the process? Because there's a process to, to the real estate deal, right? So how do you see that, maybe that virtual type of deal? Are you able to do it virtually or how do we adjust there? Yes, we are absolutely able to do uh, virtual tours with our listings. We are, if we are showing a property in person, we are asking the sellers to turn on all the lights and open up all the doors so that there's minimal touching in the home. Um, We are um, doing drive-bys before we're entering homes. So there are different things in place to protect our buyers and our sellers through the process. And then even um, appraisals, sometimes we're able to do more office appraisals or drive-by appraisals. Um, we are, you know, there's just lots of different things in place to protect our buyers and sellers throughout the process, all the way through closing. The closing attorneys have, um, our governor was able to do uh, Zoom related closings. So that way we, the sellers don't have to appear in person. So lots of great things. Is it impacting the timing of the process? Is it taking any longer or is it quicker? I and mean, what's, what's the difference here? Yeah, we are preparing our buyers and sellers for a little bit longer process just in case, but I actually haven't impact, seen much of that. Um, but we are anticipating, you know, 30 to 45, 60 day closing times, depending on the loan program. But overall, nothing crazy out of the ordinary. Well, one more thing before we head to a break, Jessica. 
we're going to talk to our resident lending authority here in a little bit, Samuel. But my question for you, are you noticing anything different with people being able to get loans? What are you seeing from the real estate agent perspective? Yeah, there is definitely an impact on people being able to secure loans if they are out of their job right now. So those job verifications are very important. So if anybody is unemployed right now, that is definitely impacting their ability to purchase a home. Um, And then some of the other things have tightened up a little bit, debt to income ratios and that sort of thing. And I know Samuel will probably discuss that. So just a little bit of um, impact on the lending process. Very good. Well, I know after... I, want, I know you have a big announcement. Do you want to make that announcement now? Just let people know what's going on, what's new? Do I need... I can do sound effects. She can do like a drum roll. <laughs> sure. I mean, I noticed you're wearing new colors today. I know. Yes, yes, yes. All I'm right. so excited. Are, we, are you ready? <laughs> All right. That's what we get with Julie's sound effects. <laughs> so I have joined an amazing uh, real estate brokerage. It's called um, Brokerage Atlanta or BKG. Um, it's a wonderful up and coming high level technology real estate brokerage. And I am super excited to be partnering with them and helping to further um, pr- supply my buyers and sellers with the highest level of customer service possible. So this right here at North Georgia Business Radio X. This is your announcement to the world, pretty much. This is my announcement to the whole world. I hope I was supposed to ask you. Yes. Okay, good, good. It's not, not too much of a secret. No, no, no. This is awesome. So you say that high technology. Is that really one of the big factors? Yes, technology. You know, there's so many different facets to the real estate industry and the technology, and I'm so excited about being able to talk to that. Let's talk more about that, the new job, and and what you're doing in the community serving as a real estate agent when you come back. We'll be back with more real estate talk on North Georgia Business Radio X. We are back at North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm Bo Henderson here with Joy Whitlow, and we've been talking to Jessica Wade, a.k.a. the Gainesville Giggler. And at the break, Joy, I don't know if you heard Bill, our producer, he was saying uh, Jessica needs to kind of crank up the, the energy a little bit. I did. It's and when, like, I, when I heard that, you know, I relayed that message to Jessica, and she believed us. Right. And so I said, you know what, we this is an amazing person that we have here, because let me tell you, you go up to this person and you say, hey, this is what this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to sell my bungalow for four hundred thousand dollars. And she's going to be like, let's do it. (laughs) You know what? And she probably will. Hey, especially with BKG now. Who knows? Well, when you're when you're working at, you know, buying a house, selling a house, it's it's a big transition in life. I don't know about you, but I want to I want to work with somebody I enjoy working with. Exactly. There you go. So, but maybe her sarcasm chip was broken a little bit since she thought I, we were joking. It, well, you know, it's okay. <laughs> uh, we've all been quarantined. That's right. And so she we love you, Jessica. You know how much we do. Yes. And so maybe it's just dulled. Okay. But I think today... It's coming back. It's coming back. Well, back to real estate, Jessica. <laughs> Let, let's talk a little bit. So you, so we went to the break. You made the announcement. I'm excited for you. And one of the things I was thinking of was, you know, there's a lot of real estate agents out there. Yes. So for those people that are, they might be listening saying, hey, I have that coming up. That's a transition in my life. A lot of it's timing. Right? Yes. It's, yes. So why, when somebody thinks of you, I'm going to put you on the spot, why Jessica Wade? 
Yes, what a wonderful question. Um, you know what, I truly am passionate about what I'm able to do each and every day for my clients, whether it's helping them buy or sell or buy and sell um, through the process. I have so much experience over the last seven years. I've had over 400 transactions pass through me, which has given me such an enormous amount of that hands-on experience that really enables me to best represent my clients, whether we're buying, whether we're selling. Um, I have an amazing network of local people who have my clients backs, whether I'm, you know, today I'm working through an issue with a USDA loan and, you know, having those support systems to be able to call a closing attorney and be able to text message an appraiser and say, do you think this is going to qualify? I feel like that gives me such an added advantage um, to some of the other agents who maybe don't have that incredible relationship. And then I have the backing of the BKG brokerage and the amount of technology and the resources that they are able to tap into. It's just really such a a great experience for me and it's something that I'm truly passionate about and that's something I see a lot actually I do follow you on social media and even if it even if you didn't have a sale that day even if you didn't find something you are out there you are always present and you're always saying hey look I'm helping my friend move or hey look I'm going on a walk with a dog, you know, it's, it's everything. So you're out there, you're visible, you're reachable. To me, that's extremely important and something that um, weighs heavily. And I, it's, it's, it's an advantage for a real estate agent, in my personal opinion. Well, Jessica does a good job, Joy, of what we talk a lot and we teach, actually. It's, it's can I add value? Can I educate people out there, whether they become a client or not, so that when the timing's right, there's some people out there that say, hey, that, that, that lady, is that the right word? Yeah. That giggler, <laughs> she is a trusted resource, and uh, she helped me. I learned some things from her. So she, she does a good job with, uh, I admire the social media and the teaching and the training and the education because some of that, you're not, everybody that sees that's not going to become your client, but there's a nice effect over time of you being that community educator. Yes, absolutely. And I love being that resource for people. I love it when people feel like they can trust me and trust those who I surround myself with. Well, that's one of the things when I need something, Jessica's one of those resources to me that I know I can call and say, hey, I, I need an electrician. I need a plumber. I was about to say, my sink was clogged. Right. I called Jessica. <laughs> that's right. I was like, I know that she is active on Facebook right now, so I'm going to give her a buzz. And if she can't do it herself, she'll get us somebody who can. Absolutely. That's the key. Well, you're listening to North Georgia Business Radio X, the voice of local business. I'm Bo Henderson here with Joy Whitlow. We are talking to the Gainesville Giggler. Jessica Wade. Now, Jessica, let's talk a little bit more. I want to drive home this this new brokerage you're working with and, and give us a couple of more points about um, how this helps you serve the customer better. Yes. Yeah, so this brokerage spends a lot of time stretching their agents. And so each and every day there's a coaching call and there's education. Um, and so every day we're getting some level of new technology, new education. Just yesterday, I was able to learn a new piece of virtual tour software um, that will be going live on all of my listings. And it's in a full immersive um, experience. And if somebody has the virtual reality headset, they can actually put that on and then watch and walk through the houses that I have listed and the houses that this brokerage has listed. Um, so lots of those cutting edge technology things. Um, 
one of the owners of the um, the um, brokerage, he he specializes in technology conferences all over the country. And so he has the those top level um, technology experts ready for us at any time. So the amount of software and technology available, that is really something that I'm extremely passionate about. I'm extremely geeky. If you want me to code a website, that's something that I'm all about. Um, and so that was what really drew me to this brokerage and, and, and really is what going to propel me and my clients to that next level. Well, good. I know in, in your free time, I want you to come code a website at the office. for I me. love it. Okay. HTML is Java, <laughs> CSS. I'm all about that. <laughs> well, well here, here's another question. And I think we've asked this before, but I think it's worth reiterating whenever we talk about real estate, because there's always a new group of people that they're going through this transition or it's coming. What are the steps? If, if I know this is coming up, what do I do first? Uh, do I just call a friend and list it? Do I do some due diligence? Do I apply for a consultation? What do you think's the first step? when this comes up for somebody? Yeah, the first step is to reach out to a trusted agent and just make that connection. And then they're going to help guide you through that process. You know, if you're looking to buy, it's never too early to talk to an a to a lender and to start that pre-approval process. If you're looking to sell, it is never too early to talk to an agent and start understanding the value of your property and what you can do to increase the value of the property. Does it make sense to upgrade your kitchen? Does it make sense to do new carpet or new flooring or new paint? You know, talk to a trusted advisor at the very beginning. And like I said, it is never too early to start that conversation. I'm pretty sure that uh, we have one of those trusted advisors here, Miss Jessica Wade. So how, how would somebody find out more if it is something that's coming up or they're going to be dealing with? Yeah, so you can visit my website, jwadeteam.com. That's the letter J-W-A-D-E-T-E-A-M.com. Or you can find me on social media, Jessica Wade Real Estate. Um, I'm on LinkedIn and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And I would love to connect with you. Well, that's business. But now, you know, I like to learn a little more about behind the people that run businesses here in our community. So tell us the deal. Kids, hobbies, what what keeps Jessica Wade busy when you're not doing real estate? Yes, I have three wonderful kids. I've been married for 20 years. I have one in college at the University of North Georgia. I have one in high school at Cherokee Bluff, and I have one in middle school at the World Language Academy. I'm very active in the Hall County uh, school system. I having gone through that with my children and they keep me extremely active. <laughs> like, how have they done with the whole, like, how have you done balancing kids real home. estate and your big move to BKG and then you have kids that you've been having to homeschool? Yes, homeschool. I am not a teacher to children. I teach <laughs> adults. <laughs> so that has been definitely a transition for us. And thankfully, my kids, my youngest is 13. So she's been a little bit more self-sufficient. Um, but it has been a challenge. This is this has been a challenge to balance it all and having four Zooms going on at the same time in the house. And, you know, you get this corner and don't run through the house screaming and all of that. So, well, I think that's great how you've uh, been able to keep up with everything and have that good balance. Yes, I try. I try. <laughs> well, any, any last minute thoughts for that person driving um, about real estate? Now, I guess here's my, my main question I want to make sure we get to is, are you still North Georgia Gainesville? Is that where you're focused? Yeah, so Hall County and the surrounding counties is is my service area. So anywhere that um, surrounds 
you know, within about a 30, 40 mile radius of Gainesville and all the surrounding counties. So a true local real estate agent. Thank you, Jessica. Thank you, Bo. Well, we'll be back with more. We're going to go to the lending side and we're going to talk more real estate right here on North Georgia's Business Radio X. We are back on North Georgia Business Radio X. We've been having a great conversation. I'm Bo Henderson (laughs) here with Joy Whitlow. You got to hear from the Gainesville Gigger. The Gainesville Giggler, Jessica Wade. And now we're going to shift to the lending side of the real estate conversation. So, Joy, we bring in our, our next guest. We are. And we're, we're Before the end of the segment, we are going to find a good name for Mr. Samuel Masonette. So glad to have him with us. He has over 20 years in banking experience, currently branch sales manager for DHI Mortgage. He's the preferred lender for the number one builder in America, D.R. Horton. He's a military brat and made it made Georgia home, what, 97, I believe. He graduated from NG, uh, UNG, North Georgia College, and uh, 2007 with a bachelor in management, got his master's in 2010 from Shorter University. He's been married to Miss Rosa for 13 years. They have two kids, Sophia and Adrian, and currently lives in Brazelton, Georgia, which I just learned is only about a mile away from our last guest, the giggler, Jessica Wade. And you guys were going to carpool today, but one of you guys wasn't ready. I'm not going to say who. Uh, whoever it was didn't have their makeup ready. Did so I'm not, not say who. We aren't. We have no idea. So Samuel, welcome so much thank to you, North Georgia Business Radio X. Thank you so much. It's so hard to put makeup on my forehead because I don't have hair. So <laughs> that's what delayed us from coming over. But there you go. Glad to be here with it, you guys. It does help with the shine though here in the studio. That is true. There's always sunshine somewhere if I'm in the room. <laughs> sunshine that might be the name uh, well Samuel let's get to business we got to keep shifting there we'll get off track that's true you so, know how I go so Samuel's been uh helping us and educating us on lending uh for a while now and well thanks for coming back to the show today by the way but what are you seeing now we're in, we're in kind of a unique time what are you seeing out there Samuel yeah um actually the market's been really strong um you know the rates have been really staying steady um and they really stayed um, calm. And that's really was a concern back um, earlier this year when a lot of people were kind of a little scared about the market, um, not knowing with people staying home and whatnot. But um, the market has settled down. Rates have been calm and they're in the low threes. And we really have enjoyed um, the purchase business that's really continued continue to be um, steady throughout this time. So people are still able to, and, and Jessica brought this up earlier. So first step in a lot of cases, they can come get pre-qualified. Yes, that's correct. And they're able to start that process. That's correct. Um, in this time, it is a different, a little unique because we are finding ourselves um, working with a builder that they have lead times two, three months ahead of time. So we pre-qualify people as they're waiting for their house to be constructed and to be finished. And um, we're having to change a little bit of procedures to do verification of employments a lot more frequently due to the fact that um, there are people that were open and they're thriving and doing their business and then kind of slow down a little bit. So that has changed a little bit the dynamics. Whenever we go through a time like this, I know there there's at least some challenges. What do you see as the biggest challenge in the lending industry with kind of what we're facing? Yeah, well, in the lending industry, something that people may not know is that a lot of broker shops do not service their loans. And what that means is that we may do the financing for you, but after you close, their first payment may not even be with the person that you close the loan with. It may be sold off to another investor. And so their servicing companies have been basically trying to figure out how to hold on to the loans as long as possible. You know, they're buying these loans um, with the statistics saying that most people keep their mortgages between seven to 10 years before they refinance, before they sell, before they do anything. So they're 
basically betting on that loan that you're going to be paying and they're going to make some kind of return on equity on their servicing side. But with rates being as low as they are, what's happening is those houses are being refinanced and it works with their work of line to buy loans and to reinvest to buy more loans to service. So it's really been troubling on that side. And a lot of people don't know that. And that's why you may see some shops alter the rates to kind of control the refi bonus because the purchase business is still rocking along. Well, I, I want to look at the other side of that too. So we talked about that's a challenge. Are you seeing any opportunities from what we're dealing with right now? There are some opportunities. You know, anytime you have a shake like this, a lot of people are reevaluating their budgets, reevaluating their financial situation, and they're saying, what is a need versus a want? What is a desire and what is something that's an absolute? And so us lenders, as we sit down and talk to people, we have that brief opportunity. We're not financial advisors, but we do have an opportunity to kind of go behind the curtain and see what's really going on in their finances. And people are actually able to sit down and say, hey, do we really need X, Y, Z? Um, do we really need to continue to do this? And they so they look at their finances and what that does, it helps them sharpen the pencil, if you may, and really understand what's coming in and what's going out and put them in a better position to buy a house. And basically at this point, I mean, I've sat down, I've done the same thing. I'm like, whoa. I mean, of course, I think one of the only things that people are really saying I definitely have to have other than, you know, water, power, roof over the head is like Netflix and, and Prime and things like that. But they're also saying, you know what? I could trim down on my phone bill. I can trim down on cable. I can trim down on what we used to think of as necessities. But now it's like, oh, now you kind of are feeling the difference between a necessity and a luxury. So you're seeing that a lot when it comes to people coming in, are you? Absolutely. I, I couldn't tell you how many times when I'm sitting down with some clients that we do a budget letter and we actually say, okay, this is the income coming in. And even though we may qualify you under gross income, let's be honest about the net income right. and let's look at what you got. And hopefully, you know, they're putting some money for retirement, but and realistically, we're looking at what's coming out. And when we look at that, it's amazing just themselves as they're filling out this budget letter, they're realizing what, how much do we pay for the cell phone? Mm -hmm. What do we pay for the cable? And we have Netflix and we have Hulu and we have this YouTube. So they're making their own de decisions and assessments. And it's one of the pleasures that I have is because I get to be a part of that and say, hey, listen, let's look at the end goal. Let's buy a house. Well, and you're talking my language. We're talking budgets and clarity and awareness. Hey, we see what's actually going on. Uh, you're listening to North Georgia Business Radio X, the voice of local business. I'm here with Joy Whitlow. We were talking to Samuel Masonette. So Samuel, talk to us a little little bit about DHI. Yeah, great. So DHI has been around a long time. Uh, again, we're the preferred lender for DR Horton. DR Horton is the number one builder in America um, by volume, and um, they decided to open up their own broker shop to do their loans. And so it's been a pleasure to work with them. And really, when you look at new construction, you want a partnership that can help control the pipeline. And so we're able to work with them hand in hand and know exactly what stage the home's at, and actually them know what stage the loan is at, and then that way we can meet at the meet at the right place, and that's the closing day. Very good. Well, one of the things we, we asked Jessica earlier, what's the first step somebody's thinking about? And she kind of referred to somebody like you, go get the pre-qualification. Do you have any pre-steps before that? Somebody's in the the market to do something, due diligence. How do I find, same, same question for you. There's a lot of lenders out there. Why Samwell? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. You know, a lot of times in the new construction era, we're kind of 
reacting to someone's decision. They drove by a house. They saw it. The salesperson was great. They fell in love with it. And now we're having to look at their finances, look at their credit, income, and assets. Um, but one of the things that I like to pride myself on is customer service, being able to understand their situation. You know, I was raised with a family with one income. My dad was in the military. And having to understand what is a need and what is a want is really something that you have to finesse with clients because we're obviously trying to get them out of their situation. Anytime someone says, hey, I'm going to pick up my stuff and move, and then trying to get as close to a mansion as possible or their wants that they want, you know, I have to bring them to reality and say, hey, this is where you're at, and let's look for a house that fits your budget and it's right for you. So it's the same thing we are talking about a little earlier. There's an education component yes. to helping people go through, get the clarity and maybe some coaching, you know. And I, there was a period of time, and I know this that you don't do this, that I had some conversations that were tough with some financial planning clients when they were using a lender as their financial advisor, meaning – hey, I can get you qualified for X amount of money, so this is what you can afford. And there's some conflicts of interest there. So it's a little deeper than just, hey, I'm going to go get a loan. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more. You know, a lot of times when I'm speaking with people, I try to tell them, hey, yes, we want to buy a house. We want to get you into that dream house to help you and your family. But we don't want to sacrifice your everyday life. If you feel like you're a person that likes to go to Starbucks every day, if you feel like you're a person that wants to take two, three vacations, let's not jeopardize your lifestyle for this home that, you're not going to be in much anyways because of these other hobbies that you have. Well, and that brings back 2008, right? Uh, uh, this conversation comes up a lot. I use a lot of parallels here. Is a lot of the people that got hurt were hurt because they actually had more leverage than they could afford, right? They were just packaging more and more. So, again, it's really good to make the right decision. And I think it's uh, – and what I appreciate about the conversation with everybody here today is doing a little extra work up front – get a little more information, a better information, and make the best decision possible. Yeah, I couldn't agree you know, even more because the reality is there are a lot of options in buying a home, and people like Jessica are definitely going to take you to the homes. That checks your list, right? Your box of lists, you're like, I want this, I want that, I want that. But at the end of the day, when you look at your finances, you want to say, hey, am I really putting everything all in for this home? Is this my forever home? Is this my in-between home? Is this my starter home? And some of those are really um, honest conversations you got to have with yourself so that way you can make a smart financial decision for you and your family. Well, Samuel, this is good stuff, and I want to talk more when we come back about where you think lending's going moving forward, and maybe even rates and housing prices. So we'll dig into that and more real estate talk right here on North Georgia Business Radio X. Welcome back to North Georgia Business Radio X. I'm Bo Henderson here with Joy Whitlow. We've been talking to Samuel Masonette about lending, real estate, and what's going on in this environment. So, Samuel, we went to the break, and one of the things I, I kind of keyed up was you talked about rates kind of, uh, being stable now. They kind of stabilized amidst all the fear and all the stuff going on in the media. Where do you think it'll be a month from now, a few months from now? Are you seeing any projections, any ideas? Well, um, I didn't bring my glass ball today, Bo, but um, I'll give it my best shot. You we'll know, hold the, you to it. So choose wisely. <laughs> you know, you know what's great is that you know 
the economy obviously has different facets that come, but mortgage rates are based on bonds. And so the bonds have been doing good at this point is really keeping the economy strong and gives the people the opportunity to buy more of a house than they normally typically would do because that payment has been low. Um, and that has allowed the builders to continue to keep their prices up or, and people get a little bit more return on equity. Because like Jessica mentioned, you have a limited supply. So people know, hey, this is your option. And so their prices are up and people are able to get um, more return on their equity. And that has a lot to do with, hey, the rates are low. I can buy a bigger house. So, I mean, we, we talked about this a little at the break. You aren't seeing so many people downsized, but a lot of the millennials you're seeing kind of not go for the larger homes and say you had one client you said that was looking at selling his home possibly just getting to something uh, just a little bit nicer talk about kind of the difference with that and the importance of knowing where you are financially absolutely yeah so on the way over here I had a client that was looking to you know sell his house and you know he's looking at maybe getting closer to his work or getting in a little bit closer to the community that he's familiar with with his family and when he was looking at what a new house would cost him he was looking at that payment price and he was like well i'm so used to having a low payment now you got to remember when you buy a house it is one of the biggest investments and a lot of people have different end games when they're buying a home and so my 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 help in that transaction could be you really buying a house getting some equity and paying off some stuff or going ahead and buying a bigger house. And for other people, it's like, hey, I want to get something that I'm comfortable, that I know with. It's low maintenance, low payment, and I can stay here forever. So, you know, being able to identify that with the client up front is really important to know what right product is for them. Well, we talked about that. There's a demographic there that I've seen in the retirement planning, the financial planning world, that they're not necessarily using the lender as a financial advisor saying you qualify for this. And I think a lot of it, Samwell, comes from them seeing their family, maybe their parents deal and have a hard time with debt, maybe lost their house in 2008. So they're a little more cognizant of, hey, let's, let's do something that's not going to put me in a bind for 30 years. Absolutely. And I think right now is a perfect time to actually think about that and have those conversations with the clients because your job can change. Maybe you're used to full-time and overtime and now the overtime has been cut back, or maybe you're full-time and now you're part-time. When you have an obligation as big as it could be, then that makes things a little bit uncomfortable to do other things that you want to do. But I do want to add this. I do have clients that are first generations coming into, and I'm, I'm bilingual, I speak Spanish, and I help clients get in. And some of them come in with very good humble pie. They just want a home that they can call theirs. And right. it's so beautiful to help them in that transaction, translate for them, make them feel comfortable. And really, it's not about how big this trophy house is for the community. It's just a place they can call home and be safe. Yeah, I love, I love that. So helping somebody, literally, it's an American dream scenario. That's correct. They're getting that home ownership. Well, tell us a little bit more about, uh, I know that you talk, you just brought up your bilingual. Yes. So are you helping, you serving both markets? Yes, yes. Um, those out there may know me as Casa Lender, you know, because I do help the Spanish community, Hispanic community, and the American community, if you may. We're all Americans here. But, you know, the language is really important, and making clients feel comfortable about the transaction, especially with big words, um, is, is part of the process because we want them to feel informed when they're signing the contract and when they're signing the note about the house that they're buying. Now, are you running into the same thing that we talked about earlier with Jessica? Are you, are you finding yourself, these people, looking to you as a resource for things outside the loan transaction? Yeah, you know, sometimes I, I say I've become a, a therapist to some, but it's really just being able to have an honest conversation with someone without being biased. You know, sometimes 
people don't have conversations with their family members because they, they're prejudiced on some statements about right. their past. But when you're just objectively looking at things, I think sometimes that message comes a little bit more um, friendlier or more um, in a helpful manner than a threatening manner about changing their, their habits or the way they spend money. Well, you're listening to North Georgia's Business Radio X. I'm Bo Henderson here with Joy Whitlow. We're talking to Samuel Masonette. And Samuel, let's, let's talk about, uh, I know you're very involved in the community. I know you have a lot going on. We can yep. hit that. And uh, one of the things I know, you're, very, you're an advocate and do a lot for that Hispanic community here, here locally, right, in our yes. backyard. So let's talk a little bit about what are the things that uh, you're passionate about and the things you're doing? Yeah, you know, I always be- believe that you have the poor back into the community that you want to have. Right. And to do that is got to give of your time. And I serve on the board for the Northeast Georgia Medical Center. And in partnering with them, I'm the vice president of the Latino Conservative Organization. And what we did on this past Friday is we had free COVID testings um, for anyone that wanted to get tested for the COVID-19. Wow. And so we were able to do that and bring the Hispanic community in. And more importantly, we're dr- running a campaign, uh, No Mass no service just to keep the Hispanic community aware of this virus and what's going on. The main thing is statistically is over half of the um, coronavirus testing are coming back Hispanic. And so we feel that education is a big part of that. And so we want to be in front of them. And so um, we have other events that are coming up in this week. And it's just important to get out there and be on the ground. Well, so it sounds like a lot of that I love the mass program, but it sounds like a lot of that's additional education. That's correct. That's correct. You know, the reality is that um, there are different work conditions for everybody out there. And it, and really, this virus is not uh, racist. This virus right. goes yeah. over anybody, any exactly. culture. And so our part is to say, hey, there's a message out there. The state has a campaign. Let's do what we can on the local level to make sure that everyone is aware you have to take power in your own hand, but knowledge is power only if you exercise it. And so I'm just doing my part with our organization to help out to make sure that they're aware of what's going on and, and they can do their part. Well, I also know you're very pro, uh, an advocate of of Hispanic business in the community. Yes. Talk a little bit about that. What what your goals are, the objectives, what you'd like to see and trying to move forward? Because I know I, I see you out there advocating all the time. Yeah, no, I appreciate that. You know, like mentioned in my intro, I've been here since 97. Actually, my parents moved to Habersham, Centri- Habersham County, but I've been in Gainesville since 2000. And, you know, back in 2000, there was only a few of us um, out here and, and owning businesses. And now it's just amazing to see a lot of the second and third generation take over their parents' businesses and really Americanize it, if you may, and really get Get plugged into the technology and really do the social media and really take pride in this and feel like this is where we're going to put our roots now. This is not just a, a place of passing. And so it's really changed a little bit of diversity of Gainesville, but I love it. And I love to see that. And I encourage all of them to continue to do things, but more importantly, do it the right way. It's, it's flourished. I mean, I, I know so many of my friends, uh, a lot of my, you know, Hispanic friends, they own businesses, not only some they have, you know, taken over from their parents or aunts, uncles or whatnot, but they're also like, no, I got this. And they're out there, they're starting their own businesses. And I love to see everybody come together, um, not by race, but by community. That's right. And that is something that uh, I've seen a lot of over the past 10 years, for yeah. sure. Yeah, there's different cultures inside the Hispanic community. Obviously, mm-hmm. you got South America, 
Central America, you got Mexico, yep. and then you got the Caribbean. So we all have a different style of doing things, even though we speak the same language, there's different dialects, but it's so beautiful that we are becoming a true melting pot, not only as immigrants in the United States, but just the Hispanic community coming in and becoming a one um, community. So we're doing a lot of great things, and it's really um, good to see positive things happening in Hall County. Well, I want to thank you, first off, Samuel, for your advocacy, because you're right, local business makes this community go around. Right. Right. And it's all local business. That's right. Uh, so somebody, somebody's out there and says, hey, this guy sounds all right. He sounds like he might actually help me with this. <laughs> What's the best way for them to get in touch with you and find out more? Well, definitely have social medias out there. It's under Casa Linder. Um, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook. Um, and then, obviously, DHI Mortgage has a website for me. You can go into there and find out a little bit more information about me. My phone number is 770-530-5253, and I love to help anyone that wants to achieve that American dream. That was Samuel Masonette with DHI Mortgage. I'm Bo Henderson here with Joy Whitlow. That's me. It's been another good show. I know. Some great local businesses. It has been some really good local businesses. Should we go ahead and reintroduce everybody, make sure everybody know who's on the show today? You got it. You, All right. So you've, we've got the Gainesville Giggler. We have the Gainesville Giggler, Miss Jessica Wade, the Gainesville Giggler, and we are so excited. And now we have Mr. Samuel, which I have taken upon myself to dub Senor Sunshine. There you go. Senor <laughs> Sunshine. Senor Sunshine. Gracias. Gracias. And on that note, we're going to take it out. We'll see you next week, same time, same place, right here on North Georgia Business Radio X. You've been listening to North Georgia Business Radio X with Bo Henderson. What local business do you know that should be highlighted on our program? Let us know. Just search North Georgia Business Radio X on Facebook or contact Bo at businessradiox.com. Thanks for listening. See you next time. And remember to support our local businesses.